Hi, welcome to the Employco HR podcast. My name is Rob Wilson, and with me, as usual, is my brother and partner Scott. Hello, and our vice president of HR and benefits, Jason Eisenhut. Hi, everyone, and Nikki Navarro, working the board. So, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. We uh, it's been a while since our last podcast. So yeah, about we, a month and a half, two months. Yeah, we uh, unfortunately, uh, good or bad, we've been uh, doing a bit of traveling for seeing some clients at trade shows, but uh, good to be back in podcast. And so, feels a, good. A, uh, We're back in podcast land. There you go. In the uh, Three Wine Guys studio, if you yeah. uh, if you listen to Three Wine Guys, we borrow their uh, their studio. Yeah. So, plug, <laughs> plug to the uh, Wine Guys. No, we haven't done a show in two years. So. <laughs> One of the most uh, listened to wine, wine podcasts. podcasts. You are you correct, are. sir. You got to get the other two together for yeah. uh, Three Wine Guys Reunion podcast. Tour. One of these days, we will get the band back together. <laughs> So uh, our topic this week is, uh, is, is we're coming towards the end of the year. We're in the fourth quarter. We're looking at what's going on next year. And uh, it's, we were going to touch base on the top 2020 HR laws from around the country. So a lot of big changes that uh, are affecting businesses throughout the country starting January 1st. Yeah, the changes are coming. And so uh, the, the, big, you know, the first thing on a federal standpoint which took the community a little bit by surprise, the new overtime law. So as, as those of you that might remember, the, the under President Obama's watch, the Department of Labor uh, introduced uh, the law that was going to raise the uh, the overtime minimum from 23000 in wages to... 47. 47. And uh, at post-election, it was uh, a judge in Texas suspended that, and then the, the DOL pulled it off, and then they reworked it. And they announced that uh, the, it's they're increasing from twenty three thousand to thirty five thousand five sixty eight. Mm-hmm. So what that means is, uh, if you have any employees who are currently between twenty three thousand and thirty five thousand per year, and are currently categorized as exempt or salaried, you need to take a look at those employees because if you do nothing, they can need to be recharacterized as of January first down to or switched to non exempt and hourly. So they'll have to start tracking their time, submitting hours, becoming eligible for overtime. So you have a couple options. One, you can leave them and as still non-exempt if, or switch them from exempt to non-exempt, or you can increase their salary. Let's say they're at 34000 right now and increase them another 1000 to get to over the 35000 threshold. That would mean you can keep them as exempt and salaried. So a couple of decisions for clients out there. But when you've got the restaurant manager that's making twenty five grand, you are not going to give them a right. ten thousand dollar raise. Yeah, you are going to have to track overtime. And right. that's that's a huge industry that utilizes the uh, you know if you've, they take an hourly person and make them a manager. Right. And so it, uh, but that's a big jump from twenty three to thirty five, and uh, so it uh, that's uh, going to be a big effect for businesses. It's not as bad as it would have been under the Obama administration change to the 47000 but it's still going to hit a lot of employers and uh, make a lot of employees eligible for overtime for the first time. Yeah, they basically cut it in half. They right. went from 23 going to 47 settled in the middle at 35 but uh, it's going to be a big, a big adjustment. I agree with you with the restaurants. It's really going to affect them. So let's jump to – so that's that's it on the federal side uh, for, for right now. And uh, But uh, as, we, as we look at the states, the first state that comes to mind since we're in Illinois – yeah, some some Whopper Illinois changes coming down the pipe. Yeah, the uh, and those changes, most of these changes were made right uh, right past the uh, the election. So one that went into effect a couple of weeks ago is the salary history ban. Right. So no em- employers can no longer ask applicants or candidates for their salary pay history 
what were you making at your prior job? Well, I was making 30000 Okay, well, it makes sense because we're looking for 40000 That might be in line. So employers can no longer ask applicants either in person through an in-job interview or on a job application form. So a little tip out there for all the employers, take that part off your job application form. If you're asking for prior salary history, take, remove that from your job application. Right, because your application is the same as asking somebody. Right. So, so you're, you're guilty if it's on your application. Yeah, and then they have written proof too. Right. Exactly. So uh, that's a uh, that's a big change. So and, and, you know, so it's a, the the good thing to do is just ask people now going forward. What are your salary expectations? What's your goal? What's your target you're looking for for pay uh, with this type of a position? And if they say, oh, I'm looking for thirty five to third thirty five to forty thousand, okay. Well, now we're no either we're in range or not we're in range. So the 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 tip we have for employers is just to approach it as what are you looking for instead of what were you making before. And does that once they're hired, could you ask them, or is that off? Right. As, as long as it's uh, in technically even after the job offer has been made, you could ask. You just it's, I, We wouldn't recommend it before their day one, but after they're right. hired, then companies for internal reasons for job transfers or promotions, you can use that, no you problem. You can use it. Okay. Right. Yep. So a couple of big uh, of, of the bigger Illinois changes. One, uh, harassment training has to be effective uh, January 1st. It applies to companies with at least one employee. Well, that's pretty much everybody, everybody right? Right? Yeah. yeah no exclusions there so you've got to conduct sexual harassment prevention training for all employees at least once a year yeah so this is uh, w- when you look at california new york over the last couple of years california was every other year for supervised and then they went to all employees over x x um, uh, employee count illinois you're going down to one employee so every business you have to have uh, sexual harassment uh, prevention training yeah, the deadline, because the effective date is January 1st, the deadline to get that annual training in is December 31st of 2020. So we have about 12 months after the effective date to get the training in. And please contact us. This is what we're going to do all the time for our, our clients is contact us, hr at employco.com or 630-920-0000. And let us know if you need any help with sexual harassment training, because that's that's what we're here for. What kind of guidance have they given you to the the length of the training? So far, for Illinois, there is no specific requirement on the length of the training. It needs to be interactive, uh, and restaurants and bars need to have a little bit of different training. Uh, the state IDHR is set to release model training, so even an online training course could be interactive as long as it's asking questions. What do you think mm-hmm. of this? Push B or A. What do you think? Oh, I can see why you said that, but the correct answer is so online training could be interactive, but it, that needs to be part of the component. And, yeah. we, and the change on on restaurants. So the the restaurants, the, uh, you have to provide written harassment policy to all new hires within the first week. Yeah, and one of the new things that we rolled out uh, just this month is the actual testing, online testing and stuff. So that's something that we hadn't had before that we now have to make it interactive. Yeah. Yep. Right. So we had uh, we had testing on our app. So we we had an app where you could watch our, uh, the videos on our Employco app, and every every person that's on has their own unique ID, mm-hmm. and there were there was a test on that, but uh, that was the only place prior was uh, was the app. Yeah, our new stuff's pretty amazing if i if i do do a little bragging so it's it's pretty cool so the next big uh, big change in illinois recreational marijuana so illinois has had medical marijuana on the books for a while but now starting january 1st it's the recreational taking effect uh so the recommendation out there for employers is to treat it like alcohol so even for today if a, an employee on their own is drinking alcohol on a sunday and comes into work fine on a monday that's legal same thing with marijuana now starting january 1st if they're under the influence of marijuana over the weekend, but come in fine, not impaired on a Monday. 
that's fine. You can't discipline even if you have a random drug test that shows that they're positive. It really needs to be like alcohol where you th- believe they're to be under the influence, impaired while working at Actively that point. High. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. And that's that's where what make what might make sense for a lot of companies is putting in uh, testing levels. Mm. Yeah, and right. you could still test employees, but we recommend first visually seeing some signs of being under the impaired, slurred speech, walking, something, like, and then you can send them for testing to kind of substantiate Sleeping it. at their desk right, with right. a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Right, but just from your standpoint, so you know whether you've got somebody uh, approving loans or operating forklifts, if you, if you have some testing levels, that gives you direct termination ability. Right. A lot of the unions we work with now have uh, drug testing limits within their... Yep. Uh, levels within their uh within their contracts so it's gonna that's a that's a big uh big change because in the past it's just been recreational in uh in illinois so minimum wage uh illinois uh yeah 825 now going up to 925 so a dollar increase uh january 1st and that's just the first step yep sure that helps pay for the 20 cent gas tax (laughs) increase right? (laughs) right that we got per gallon yep yeah, so starting January 1st, like Scott mentioned, 925 and then it jumps up July 1st to $10 an hour, and then every January 1st thereafter, it increases by a dollar until it reaches $15 by 2025. Yep. So, yeah, we'll, so 50, we'll get there. Right. And, you know, when you look at other states, you know, California's already 13 Washington, D.C.'s 1350 and uh, they're going to 15 next year. Cost of payroll is going up. Yeah, and that's where I, I'm surprised they didn't do, like, a tiered thing for, like, interns or things like that oh. where it's like a summer job and they talked know, about that but uh but now they'll you'll just drop all businesses will be paying 15 bucks an hour even if you're doing you know summer work which you, is off the top of your head so a server is paid at a different rate because there's tips so i'm sure that the server's uh, rate is being increased as well yeah, the still Sorry, through, through yeah. that curveball at Jason he's sure. looking at me like <laughs> that's not in my talking yeah. notes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there will still be the differential for the tip uh, differential, but, um, yeah, and we can post more information on our website about that sure. going forward. So another uh, another big change in Illinois before we move on to other states, it, it doesn't go into effect until next summer, and this is something that the business community, the Restaurant Association fought, the Chicago Land Chamber, the Chicago Fair Work, uh, work Week. Yeah, it applies to certain industries, uh, building services, healthcare, hotel, manufacturing, restaurants, and retail. So if you're in one of those industries starting July 1st, uh, companies will, and if you have at least uh, 100 employees, you will have to start providing your employees with uh, predictive scheduling, basically a schedule at least 10 days in advance. If you make changes to that schedule within 10 days or shorter than 10 days, your employees have the right to decline it or to receive additional pay for the compensation if they do accept the, the, change the schedule, schedule change. Yeah. Wow. And I that, can see why the restaurants would... Yeah, that's well, going to be tough. And, and so in, in the restaurants, there is some language in the uh, in the bill that uh, depending on the size employees you have, if it's, a, if it's multi-chain, it takes into effect July 1st. If it's an individual location, it uh, it's, uh, will go in over time. Wow. So that was the... Uh, what the uh, Illinois Restaurant Association was able to win is that so if you if you have an individual restaurant, uh, you, you you don't have to be in compliance July first. But multi you know like a Lettuce Entertain You or a sure. multi brand a McDonald's, McDonald's yeah. they uh, they have to uh, it it goes in effect July first. Wow. So, so California. Yeah. So if you're uh, an employer in California with janitorial employees, uh, something that this industry. Sh- fought for for a number of years, and the governor just had signed it recently. So 
the effective date is still to be determined, but uh, the sexual harassment training in California will need to be conducted at some point by an organization that's approved by the state, and the, that organization, the training organization, will need to have victims of sexual harassment on their staff potentially doing the training. So it's almost like I've been through this, here's what I've experienced, here's the training. So very unique uh, model that requires certain training organizations to have people on their staff who have been victims of sexual harassment. And that's just a janitorial industry. Right. And then the overall harassment training, that, that drops to uh, five employees or over. Yeah, it used to be 50. Now it's down to five. So almost every employer in California will have to start providing sexual harassment training to all levels of the company, not just supervisory, but all levels. Um, and the deadline to uh, get that first training done for even the non-supervisory employees has been pushed back to January 1st, 2021. I expected uh, more laws coming out of California. Right. That's Illinois. the most significant. Yeah. Illinois, we had uh, we had quite a few. Uh, you jumped to New York and New Jersey. They uh, enacted the salary history ban, similar to what we uh, what we've enacted. What we have in Illinois. Yeah. So, if you're an employer in New Jersey or uh, New York, please do not ask any candidates or job applicants what their prior salary history is, because that could be used against you if, if you decide not to hire the person or at the right pay level. Yep. You know. And, uh, uh, when, as we move on to Oregon, so Griffin and I were working with a uh, with a prospect last week that was asking about uh, paternity, and Jason, you were on the call as well. Paternity plans is trying to figure out are they doing a paid maternity paternity plans? What's the average? But Scott, when you go into you go into the state of Oregon now, they've got the most uh, most generous paid family leave law. So, uh, twelve weeks of 12 uh, weeks. of paid leave for. Uh, New baby, recover from a serious illness, support newly adopted or foster children. So, for example, FMLA at the federal level requires wow. 12 weeks of unpaid leave, basically job protection. Oregon, starting in 2023, will provide paid leave for the full 12 weeks if you experience one of those uh, events. Right. So is there a company size? So say if you're like a three-person small business, you'd still have to pay the person 12 it's, weeks. It's going to be tough. Wow. Yeah, paid leave 12 weeks. Wow. And so, for adoptions too. That's and, and in uh, in parts of Illinois right now, you've got the uh, the uh, is it Cook County or uh, the city of Chicago? Both the, the suburbs in Cook County that have opted in, and then the city of Chicago itself have a sick time ordinance based prov- on hours of work. Right. So that the more hours a person works, you can earn up to five uh, sick days. That's right. Right. Well, so quite a few changes coming. So it. Uh, and we try and keep our podcast not uh, running too long, so we uh, we're going to wrap it up. But one of the next ones uh, we're going to be in the next few weeks is uh, is open enrollment on the healthcare side. We uh, we're excited that we just renewed our healthcare with a uh, a flat increase, so a zero percent increase for Yay. all of our clients. Kudos so to Jason, uh, that's amazing. Well done, Jason. We uh, we saw we've seen a couple prospects over the last couple weeks uh, at seventeen percent, nineteen percent, ten percent. So a uh, a zero percent increase is uh, is awesome. So thanks to uh, our large buying power, we can keep those increases pretty steady and not like a roller coaster. But this year we got even more. Yeah, great we job. Big, yeah, we, it's nice that we got it to flat. Right. So be able. To, so as we're uh, we'll get ready for open enrollment. So we will. Uh, uh, we're going to be doing a podcast on uh, on healthcare and open enrollment. How what's best practices to roll that uh, roll your benefits out for uh, for twenty twenty is uh, that's just around the corner for everybody. Uh, if you're on the individual side, people started receiving their uh, their renewal rates. Uh, in in Chicago, I was just talking to one of the other guys in our office today, and uh, 
he compared the, the group benefits versus the individual benefits on the, under the uh, Affordable Care Act in Illinois. Your premium on the individual side is 40 per, on average 40% more than group insurance, mm. and you are in the smallest possible network. So right, all your right. top hospitals are not covered. Right. Doctors and hospitals, yeah. so narrow of a network, you don't have a big, yeah. lot of choice. But we'll save that for next time. Right? <laughs> so. It's a little teaser. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, thanks for joining us at uh, Employco's uh, HR podcast. And uh, if you, anyone has questions or suggestions. You can reach us at uh, hr at employco.com or uh, tweet us at, at employco. And we're also on Facebook, so any of the social media platforms. We're not on Instagram yet. So. <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us. Have Thank a great you. day.